0: STU DOES AMERICA.
1: Get your anyone but Biden 2024 merch at studoesmerch.com. Use the code STU10 and save 10%. If you're watching on YouTube, like the video. I and mean, we ask you to do basic things like this because we're desperate for attention. Subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications, and do all the things we appreciate it. Glenn Beck is here to explain that burning sensation you're feeling in your wallet. Has Canada seen the last of teachers with Z-Cup prosthetic breasts? I, I mean, not not forever, obviously, no, but maybe in this one case. But we're going to start by doing the old and the useless. And of course, I don't mean that all old people are useless. And of course, I don't mean that all useless people are old. I'm talking about the president of the United States who is both old and useless. He's not useless because he's old. and He's not old because he's useless. But he is both useless and old. It's hard, really. To disagree with that. And and if you it's kind of like an old soap opera, the old and the useless. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Starring Joe Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, Joe Biden, and Joe Biden. Have you noticed that there is a little bit of interest all of a sudden in Joe Biden's age? Why? Why all of a sudden do they care? Why does the media all of a sudden Uh, have some concern for Joe Biden and his age. Now, there are some people I think that are pretty honest and have looked at this honestly the whole time. Look, obviously people on the right are looking at this and saying Joe Biden is old. But if you look at the polling, it's not just people on the right. It's people across the spectrum. I want to say it's about 70 percent of Democrats who say Joe Biden is too old to run for president. About 77% say he's too old for the job, and most think he shouldn't run again, but yet here he is, and running is really a bad term for what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing right now. He's pretty much sitting in his basement. In fact, is any front runner actually running a campaign right now? Either one of them. Are either one of them even campaigning? Donald Trump does an occasional event. He doesn't do any debates. I mean, he's in court more than he seems to be campaigning, and Joe Biden never leaves his basement. I, well, except to go to the beach uh, for the fabulous beach photo that we've showed you <laughs> several times this week, which I, I just tend to love. Um, there, there it is. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I just love that because it's such a perfect campaign poster for Joe Biden. It, it's his presidency in a nutshell, just passed out in a beach chair with one leg in the sun. He's going to wake up with a one bright red leg and wonder what happened. That's uh, where we are right now. So Let's go on to this a little bit and look at the uh, at the the stats on this and give you a couple examples of people actually asking questions. First of all, Nate Silver, you know, know, Nate Silver is a Democrat, but I think he tries to cover things fairly. Um, And he wrote a story called, of course, Biden's age is a legitimate voter concern. Uh, So is Trump's. But an extra four years makes a difference. And he goes into this. And I think this is fascinating. If you like nerdy data and if you don't like it, what are you doing here? I mean, what are you doing with your life? Why would you watch a show or listen to a show like this when all we do is throw charts at you all day? That's all we do. Let me give you some background here. At age 70, Trump's age when he was inaugurated for his first term, uh, the risk of death in the upcoming year for a white American male is 2.4%. By age 78, that's Trump's age in 2025, the risk has nearly doubled to 4.9%. At 82, Biden's age if he's re in 2025, it's increased to 7.3%. And the risk of dying is 11% at age 86. What does that mean? These are annual risks, annual risks, okay? Um, uh, so every year, when you're 86 years old, you have about an 11% chance of dying, and it ramps up pretty darn quickly. Uh, and we'd show you the, the the chart, but it goes up quickly, believe me. It's like a hockey stick type of chart. Now listen to this, why? And this is kind of important to you as a U.S. citizen. According to the Alzheimer's Association, this age rate is also associated with a sharp increase in Alzheimer's dementia. Age is the greatest of these risk factors with the vast majority of people with Alzheimer's dementia being 65 or older. As noted in the prevalence section, the percentage of people with Alzheimer's dementia increases dramatically with age. Only 3% of people uh, age 65 to 74, 17% of people 75 to 84 have it, and 32% of people age 85 or older. Now, remember, he's going to leave office supposedly at 86 years old. He will have a one in three chance of having Alzheimer's. Is that a good idea for your president to have? I mean, it seems like he has it now, but I mean, what could it be at 86 years old? Now, obviously, presidents get the best medical care, so maybe it's not quite a third, but it's certainly a very high risk of this happening if you have Statistically, a third of a chance of getting Alzheimer's and a one in 10 chance of dying each year. That's kind of a problem, at least to me. More from Nate Silver. Uh, if the expert class doesn't understand that Biden's age is both a real concern for voters and a valid concern, they better be prepared for getting a second Trump term instead. This election is probably going to be close. And Trump might be the uh, be uh, only one Biden has a McConnell moment away from winning. And, and you, you get what he's saying there. Biden has a. imagine Joe Biden in the middle of a speech pausing for 30 seconds. I mean, it made big ripples when Mitch McConnell did it. But I mean, a lot of people don't even know who Mitch McConnell is. Imagine the president of the United States having a moment like that. And he's had lots of very moments that are close to that, but maybe not that bad. Imagine in a debate if that were to happen. I mean, look, Donald Trump would be president of the United States. I don't think there's any doubt if that were to occur, or Biden would drop out, one of the two. Um, here's the, the polling I was talking about, by the way. U.S. adults, 77% say Biden is too old to serve for four more years. 51% say Trump. Remember, they're only three years separated, but the difference there is massive. And it's pretty much the same. Democrats uh, say both Biden and Trump are about the same uh, when it comes to uh, that 71% of Republicans uh, of Trump for Trump and 69% for Biden. Now, of course, it's kind of complicated when you're trying to say the other guy is too old when your guy's older. So, of course, they are also saying Biden is there. But the difference is massive among independents. 74% say Biden is too old. Only 48% of Democrat or, uh, independents say Trump is too old. And he's not the only one, Zach Bissonnette, who's, uh, who's no fan of Donald Trump, uh, not a big conservative by any means, but he says this, can we speak plainly? The idea that Joe Biden should run to be president until he's 86 years old is absurd. It's gross, it's narcissistic and selfish and stupid, and people should be less afraid to speak honestly about it. We don't need a president in his mid-80s. I mean, he doesn't want Donald Trump to be president either, but he's being honest about what everyone sees when it comes to Donald Trump, even Democrats. And again, I show you the picture. This is what they see. This guy lying on a beach just uh, out of it, passed out of it. Just look, I feel like that's the same. That's him in the Oval Office probably, too. We just don't see it. <laughs> There's no sun on his leg, but he's probably got a. Uh, I would say a recliner and he's probably just passed out at about 3 p.m. when Murder, She Wrote comes on. That's the way this works. Now, you're seeing some pushback from inside the Democratic Party, and it's not a ton. But here's what you're seeing. Democratic lawmaker invites colleagues to challenge President Biden in the 2024 primary. Take the chance is Representative Dean uh, Phillips. Phillips told NBC's Meet the Press on Sunday. He adores Biden, but wants him to pass the torch to new leaders. I would like to see a moderate governor, hopefully from the heartland, one of the four states Democrats will need. He continued, anyone who wants to run Joe Manchin, Cornell West. That's why we have primaries. But that doesn't undermine the likelihood of returning, in this case, a Democrat to the White House. I'm actively inviting, encouraging to some degree, imploring that people who are ready and know it's probably time do so take the chance. If you were freaking out about a Donald Trump presidency, wouldn't you feel the same way? We can all sit here and look at Joe Biden and say he's pathetic, but like, in, in a way, if you'd back out of this for a second and take yourself out of conservatism, Republican politics, and you're seeing this from a, an observer's point of view, you'd say, okay, Donald Trump was not a particularly popular president when he was in office. His approval ratings were in the high 30s, low 40s. He lost in 2020. And he, you know, his candidates didn't win in 2018 or 2022. They didn't perform particularly well. This guy's eminently beatable. The one thing holding our side back, if you're a Democrat, is our guy is so old, it cancels out all the stuff going on on the Trump side. All the mean tweeting, all the, the misbehavior, all the illegal stuff, all the, the again, I'm you, speaking as someone on the left, all of the indictments, all these things that we hate about Donald Trump gets canceled out because our candidate is, in, is basically in a nursing home. Why don't we pick someone who isn't in a nursing home? Why don't we pick somebody who's a moderate governor from the center of the country who could do something different and change the dynamic? I mean, look, you know, Donald Trump is still 77 years old and he's destroying uh, Biden when it comes to issues of age. Imagine if Ron DeSantis were to win. How would they answer these questions? I mean, it's it's obviously very, very difficult for them to do so. Now, President Biden now, of course, has to deal with a COVID threat. He's tested uh, negative twice for the coronavirus. He does plan to attend the G20 summit, which is uh, saying something. Um, And why will he do this? Well, he's going to, uh, Biden is going to mask up indoors again. Uh, Now, finally, I guess we're getting some acknowledgement that you don't have to mask up outdoors. I guess that's one thing we could take from this. Now he's only going to mask up indoors when he's close to people. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre talking about that. President Biden tested negative last night for COVID-19 and tested negative again today. He's not experiencing any symptoms. As far as the steps he is taking, since the president was with the first lady yesterday, he will be masking while indoors and around people in alignment with CDC guidance. And as as has been the practice in the past, the president will remove his mask when sufficiently distanced from others indoors and while outside as well. If you're going to get a press secretary, and her only job is to read, could you find someone who can read? Are we asking too much here? Seriously. All she does is read the responses anyway. Anyone can do that. Why did you find the one person who can't read past a third grade level? Why? I, I, I'm flabbergasted. Again, give the job to Siri. At least Siri will read the text that's on the phone. will mispronounce some words, but they at least won't do what you just saw. Separately, yes, we all know, first of all, D- Joe Biden has plenty of symptoms, just maybe not symptoms for COVID. He's got symptoms for some other stuff, though, and we can talk about that at another time. Um, and when he's promising to put his mask on, we all realize what this is. It's this weird attachment to these old-timey rules. You want to go back... Uh, in, the, in time, okay, you can talk about masking, but we've gone through this entire period where none of it worked. We all know it didn't work. None of the studies show it worked. If any, the, the best study for masking, their, their gold standard shows like a 10% decrease in the spread of COVID. That's their gold standard study. And many other studies have shown nothing. Yet here they are telling you again to go mask up. Oh, f- oh fine, whatever. Okay, sure. What does Joe Biden do immediately? Watch.
0: Here today
1: to acknowledge Joe Biden, an with extraordinary act of service to the nation and his comrades and Now arms. the mask is off. May Captain Taylor's bravery. It seemed like, like what, was that in the middle of a prayer, too? He was just taking it off in the middle of a prayer. Very strange. Now, you might think, well, what can we do here? You got Joe Biden. He's obviously a terrible candidate. I mean, the COVID threat is real, right? Like, you know, COVID's a problem uh, still. People still die of it. But most of the people who die of it are people like the president, right? A very old person who has all sorts of other medical ailments. Harris uh, could step in at any moment, right? She's the backup. Uh, She says she's ready to step in if, if Biden is unwell and she may have to take over. Now, in fairness, she said Joe Biden is gonna be fine, so that's not gonna come to fruition, Harris told the Associated Press. But let's also understand that every vice president, every vice president understands that when they take the oath, they must be clear about the responsibility they may have to take over the job of being president. She added, I'm no different. In this case, a Democrat to the White House. I'm actively inviting, encouraging to some degree, or this is a, it looks like we got a double quote there, but you get the point. She's saying, ah, if I had to, well, then I would. Okay, man, she's just saying that. Now, I will say that I've talked to a couple of people recently in D.C. trying to get the vibe of what is going on behind the scenes. And one of them told me something kind of interesting, that there has been pressure behind the scenes to try to figure out a way to get Kamala out of that second, secondary role. The way the Democrats see it behind the scenes is if Biden does step down, they must go with Kamala Harris. There's no other alternative unless Kamala Harris says she doesn't want it. Now, if you know anything about Kamala Harris, she'll do anything to get a promotion. This has been proven out, unfortunately, in all sorts of ways uh, over the years. She'll do anything to step up. So I don't think there's any chance of this. There was talk and rumor, uh, you know, trial balloons being floated. Hey, what if you come back for Dianne Feinstein to get your old job as senator back? That's not gonna do anything for her. She wants to be president of the United States. She's not gonna step down. But there has been some pressure. Uh, And, you know, look, they realize they can't they can't just push out a a black woman. So they're going to keep things going on with Biden because they know Kamala might be even worse. Now, one thing that's interesting about this as well, and you've seen this a lot if you follow conservative media, is the idea of, hey, look at what's going on. Covid's rising. They're starting to talk about it again. Your cackles are appropriately up. What is going on? Uh, Jill Biden's bout with COVID-19 upends White House sense of normalcy, but pandemic protocols don't appear to be coming, says CNN. Now, this is such a weird thing, because this goes back to uh, masking at the very beginning. People don't remember this stuff. but Way back at the beginning, we're talking like March and April, you had the Democrats saying, don't wear masks and Fauci saying don't wear masks uh, because the, you don't need them and we need the people in the in the hospitals to have them, which never really made sense. Like, if Why are they wearing them in the hospitals if they're not gonna work? Okay, but so we go down that road and at the time, one of the conservatives' early solutions to this, this is proposed by a bunch of places, was to say, hey, you guys all want us to stay home and, and end our lives and stay inside for the rest of our, our time on this planet apparently what if we just start wearing masks and we can still go out and we'll go, we'll wear our masks and that will let us open up. It was actually kind of from the right initially. And the left was saying, you shouldn't wear masks. If you go back in time, it will shock you to remember that, you know, no lesser figure than my pillow guy himself, Mike Lindell closed down his factories from making pillows to make masks like this was is a totally different world. None of us remember this world, but this world did exist at some point. Eventually, the masks become some weird religious doctrine on the left, and of course, mandates have always been a religious doctrine on the left. When those collided, you had mask mandates, you had potential uh, vaccine mandates, you had people not being allowed to come back to the office because if they didn't, ha- you know, if they didn't test nine million times, all these restrictions and mandates. Uh, Were in existence, and you know now we have Biden, who's going to go over to the G20, and a lot of the leaders of these other countries are like, well, do we know he doesn't have COVID? I mean, we're all old too. We don't want to get COVID. Uh, Shouldn't he stay away? Now, you might say to yourself, that might just be an excuse. Maybe these other, if you're the president of India, you're like, I do not need to hear from Joe Biden again. I'm tell him I'm worried about his COVID, and that is one thing we have forgotten. Uh, From the COVID era. era. Uh, The wonders of using COVID as an excuse. Now, uh, that might not be so tactful, but wasn't it great when your friend would call up and be like, hey, come over? And you're like, ah, darn it, I can't make it. I'm self quarantined. That's why we made the shirt. Uh, Yeah, there it is, self quarantined shirt. Uh, Sorry, can't make it. I'm self quarantined. It's a great excuse for everything, and we've lost that. That's the one tragedy beyond all the other tragedies that happened with COVID, is we lost that wonderful excuse to stay away from people. That show, uh, shirt, by the way, is still available, studosmerch.com, you're always willing to check that out. But I will say one thing here before we go. Um, if you're watching a lot of conservative media, if you're taking in a lot of conservative media, I think I'm at a different place than a lot of my conservative friends who are appropriately worried about these restrictions coming back but saying, here they come. Oh, my gosh, here it comes again. They're going to do this again. I frankly, and you can call me out of this if I'm wrong, but I don't think they're gonna do it. I don't I think they're too unpopular. I think we've won that battle when it comes to mask mandates and vaccine mandates and all that other stuff. Now I will say, uh, you will almost definitely see liberal schools put some of these restrictions back on. Some businesses, maybe Berkeley will do it. There will be some of this. Will, can you put it past Gavin Newsom to do it again? No, I will say in, in bright blue states, it's certainly possible some of this stuff comes back. But I do not think you're going to see anything like the stuff that you saw in 2020 and even into 2021. I think they realize how negative that is for us and for for the for them as politicians because we stood up against it. And and this I mean this as a real compliment here. I think he won this one. Now, that's not to say eventually it might come back, some other pandemic might come, who oh, God only knows what will happen. But I think this is something you should take pride in you fought back hard people didn't like it people put a stop to it and i again call me if i'm wrong on this but i don't think it's coming back this time do you think your face enjoyed the summer as much as you did more pressing question. Did your friends enjoy your face? I don't know. I don't know. It depends on, on your appearance I suppose but if you look in the mirror and you see like ah, I wish I could get rid of this dark spot or I wish I could get Through to this wrinkle. I wish things would look a little bit better. Maybe discoloration. Maybe you have some red inflamed patches Well, you could do something about that with GenuCell. GenuCell is a great guarantee. You're going to see results day one or your money back Anyone else offering you that sort of guarantee? Take advantage of the GenuCell Most Popular Package, which now includes the Dark Spot Corrector Plus, the classic GenuCell Bags and Puffiness Treatment, and Immediate Effects, all at about 70% off. So you can try the best skincare in the world for yourself, completely risk-free. Simple, just go to GenuCell.com stew. Start looking years, even decades younger, as soon as tomorrow, genucelcom slash stew. Say goodbye to the dark uh, you know, liver spots, the bags and puffiness under the eyes, maybe crow's feet, whatever you're dealing with. It's okay. We all get a little older. We all have aging. It's okay. Genucel can help you with this. You'll see results day one, and you'll get compliments everywhere you go. Guaranteed, it's genucelcom slash stew. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash stew. I'm joined now by Glenn Beck. He has a brand new special coming up next at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Belize TV. It's called, If Bidenomics Fix the Economy, Why Is Your Wallet on Fire? A good question. Uh, make sure to uh, stay tuned for that. Glenn, how's it going? You know, pretty good. Good. That's good yeah, to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's good yeah. to hear. Although yeah. your wallet is on fire.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's what happens when you keep matches in your butt. Don't do
1: it. Don't do don't it, Don't people. do that. That's bad. No joke. No joke. No yeah. joke. Um, the Bidenomics thing I think is fascinating and I think a really positive thing. Super positive, right? Super. Are you positive. with me on this? I am in love <laughs> with the fact
0: that they're calling all of this Biden. I really think it's great. No, I mean, I'll I'll compare Reaganomics with Bidenomics every day of the week and twice on Sunday.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, if what is coming around the corner is un- as unfortunate as it's going to be for all of us. Uh, the word Bidenomics is going to be one they they wish never slipped through their lips. Yeah, the only thing I wish is that they,
0: it wasn't called Biden. It was just called Democratic Socialist plans. <laughs>
1: right, right. You know? yeah.
0: Not as catchy, uh, but not yes. As catchy, so, yeah. But I mean, you know, Biden is not the author of all this. This is this is crazy leftist. Uh, everything that's going on in America. I mean, at what point? Do we look at the cage with the gerbils that have been experimented on and go, yep, they're all dead. <laughs> We're, I mean, we he, we have Biden stand there with a bunch of dead gerbils in a cage and he's like, no, see, they they're all, they're fine. Everything is fine. No. No,
1: the experiment is over. It's chaos in the streets and everything else. We're reaching the Mao part of this where they just bring in a bunch of new gerbils and then watch them die too. Because we are kind of being experimented on here. We all sort of, uh, I don't remember signing up for like, you know, unlimited printing of money and spending into oblivion and basically modern monetary theory. But here we are, we're in the middle of just an experiment on it. I thought that experiment, which started with COVID, was proven to be really problematic and and caused issues and we were gonna go away from that. But Bidenomics wants to continue that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna show you uh, just what has happened to your dollar in the last 20 years. What you could have bought at a grocery store with a $20 bill and what you can buy today. It's not that prices are going up, prices are going up because the value of your dollar is going down. Um, you know if you had a gold piece in the 1930s if the government would have allowed you to keep it if you had a gold piece in the 1930s it would have been worth about 20 bucks well that gold piece could buy the best men's suit at the time that gold piece today can buy the best men's suit Okay, it, it's, it's that the dollar has been devalued it's not the price of goods and services. It's they're destroying it. And they're destroying it now at this point intentionally while telling everyone, no, we don't have to worry about not having enough lifeboats on the ship.
1: Mm. Is there a case for biodynamics, though? I mean, like, you, know, I, you listen, not for me, uh, uh, but you listen, I've listened to some, uh, some of the financial like, podcasts and stuff that I listen to, and they will make the case, hey, look, unemployment's very low. Uh, if you look at, you know, incomes, they, they're fine. They, they obviously went up in the, uh, in the pandemic because we were just throwing money at everybody. But generally speaking, uh, you know, people are making a decent amount of money. Yeah. If uh, they're spending the dollar large- would have been the same, your dollar inflation
0: is outpacing the growth of your, your income by far. And um, I got news for you. And they say, you know... Uh, uh, unemployment is fine. How many people are are have chosen not to work, so they're not counted in those numbers? Mm. I mean, I still see for you know help signs everywhere, and the help you are getting sucks. I don't know what happened to us, but we all went insane. We became, I mean, no, no offense to Italy, but we became Italy overnight. Where, I mean try to get a letter mailed from Italy. You'll send it, you know, I mailed one when I was 20 years old. I'm still waiting for it. Um, You know, it just, we've just all of a sudden thought, well, we don't have to work. We don't have to work hard. We don't have to be kind to one another. We don't have to serve. I'm seeing more and more the attitude of the customer is not right. We're right and you don't like it, get out. That, That doesn't,
1: make for a good service industry (laughs) no and i'm playing devil's advocate here but like there is a difference between this and like what we would consider like the great recession right like it felt like things were falling apart economically there and we have some of those feelings here today but unemployment is low and you know there are some you know they could say well uh inflation is coming down it's it's way down from what it was now of course it's Higher than it's basically been in 40 years. But so it also doesn't count. It doesn't count
0: your rent. It doesn't count gas. It mm. doesn't, uh, I, I have the whole list of it. I, I don't even know if milk and eggs are on that. Mm. It, it, they have removed a lot of the, the things that you used, all the staples, all the staples. Healthcare, not in there. I mean, how can you talk about inflation when you're not looking at what the average person
1: has to pay? So how does this work politically? Like, you know, we talked about this before, where, okay, they, they know these things are coming, right? They see, you see a lot of the big money, for example, moving around in ways that indicate, hey, wait a minute, they seem to think something's right around the corner. But if they know that, why would they go down the road of taking ownership of Bidenomics and, and risk what the fallout could be from that? I think, and this is so this is
0: so speculative. I mean, this is just me off the top. It uh, sounds my
1: like head. fun. I like uh, it. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Okay. So, I think that um, there's an event coming before the next election, and everything was fine. It was all fine until X Y Z happened, and now look at it. And it's because of this or those people or whatever it is. Um, you know we didn't see this coming. We didn't see uh, uh, no way to predict this mm. um, because it doesn't you, you can't either that or and this is this is less speculative, I think this is a safer bet. The election I- is so far in the bag for them because of all the things the United States government did under his one of his first executive orders, register, people to vote you know we don't even know how many people they've registered how they've registered what they registered we have no idea Congress can not even get an answer on that what did you do with that executive mm. order and that was all of government so you know do we even have a fair election I mean there's no way that this works in any other time period of America doesn't work you, you would not expect
1: to win Hmm. I mean because you're right it it doesn't even if you uh, wanted to make a more positive case for the economy it's not how people feel right it's you look at the polls over and over again people feel that this is you know bogus bogus you know one of the stats that they point to when giving a positive view of the economy is most people will say their finances are okay even though they view the overall economy as poor but since they're saying that theirs are okay and they're not worried about their personal finance, that shows that they just are misled from all this negative Biden coverage. I don't even know what the theory is behind that, uh, other than nonsense. But the idea is, okay, people generally speaking think their situation's okay, but they're worried about the rest of the economy. And maybe we try to convince people by get, putting this positive spin. Almost 70 percent of those
0: who make $50,000 a year are living paycheck to paycheck. 65 of those who are making, what is it, $75,000 a year and 40% of those making over $100,000 are living paycheck to paycheck. You cannot convince me that they think it's fine. You cannot convince me that, I mean, I make decent money. I'm shocked when I go into the grocery store. I'm shocked when I go to fill up my gas yeah. and I know I can pay for it. I remember when I used to have to count pennies, pennies, to be able to go fill up my tank, I'd, a dime, uh, here's a quarter, here's a nickel, here's five pennies. I mean, you know, gas was 70 cents, but I remember what that was like. That's the majority
1: of people in America now. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's not a winning ticket. I remember doing that as well, and I, had, I remember making the decision, I, I could either go to the fast food restaurant or get more gas. And I did run out of the gas yeah. on the way back from the fast yeah, food restaurant. Uh, exactly, that is exactly yeah. how that turned out. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, looking at this, uh, you know, as we go to the political season and we get to the elections here, is it, I mean, are they even trying at this point? Are they just basically saying, look, Trump's going to be the nominee. We think we can beat Trump because we're going to probably throw him in prison. So we don't even have to make a good case here. Are they that confident? Or let me give you another crazy speculation because you've got to do yours. Is it possible that they know that the, the economy is a big drag on a candidate. They know right now this is a problem. Maybe something's coming around the corner. And they've convinced dumb Joe Biden to embrace this Bidenomics theme so that if they need to, they can switch out of him later on. Look, this is, he's tainted by this economy. That's why I
0: say I wish it wasn't named Bidenomics, mm. because you could easily blame it on him. And, he, you know, he's, gonna, he's not going to be able to defend himself here, even if he's still president shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to be lucid enough. Um, so I, I think there is that chance. I also think that at some point could be wrong. I, don't, I can't predict America anymore. But at some point, Richard Nixon lost the support of his own party. Now, Biden should have lost more support for his own party now just because of the way he's polling, and it's, it's horrible. His poll numbers are horrible. Bidenomics, horrible. If the impeachment would go through, and they're actually bringing these things out, and the press begins to cover, just you know, a couple of journalists at NBC start to cover it. Um, he's very flushable,
1: very flushable. And the age thing is an easy excuse. The hunter thing is an yeah. easy excuse. Yep. There's a lot of ways to go. Um, last one for you here. The, right now, he's probably around low 40s approval rating, 42 43%. Now, when... Is so that his approval rating or that's in a race head-to-head to... Uh, well, actually, right around both, honestly. Yeah, okay. the, yeah but about... A little lower. Yeah, maybe 41%, percent. Uh, maybe even high 30s. That's a bad approval rating for a president. Now, George W. Bush at the end of his term was even lower. He was in the low 30s at one point. Um, Trump was mid 30s to low 40s for most of his presidency. That doesn't seem to be a range. Low 40s is in a range where they remove nominees typically. What is that range? I mean, now? Yeah, like what would it need to get to? What, if you start seeing high 20s, is he gone? I mean, he, he's gotta be gone at that level, right? I don't know if he sees high 20s.
0: I really don't. Mm-hmm. I think people are so entrenched in their own thing right now, no matter, I mean, um, the Declaration of Independence says, you know, um, people don't, uh, uh, are, are, are not inclined to change things for light and transient causes. It is only when things are so bad, and I don't think America feels the trouble yet. They will, they will. I mean, what's coming in, I'm gonna explain inflation tonight and, and the Fed. If I hear one more person say, oh, you know what, the Fed's doing a pretty good job. They're the arsonist. <laughs> They're the one who set it on fire. Mm. What are you talking about? Um, but when that hits, really hits, we're two trillion dollars, a trillion dollars over the projected deficit. We're not doing anything. What, what are we doing that's worth another trillion dollars over the budget where we said it was gonna be a trillion dollars over?
1: And that doesn't even include his student loan stuff nope. that he wants to do. Nope. So we're two trillion
0: dollars over over budget now, uh, just this year. The year's not,
1: you know, the year's not over.
0: Where do people think that money's coming from?
1: Their wallets. I mean, that's what it is. It's by diverting the, you know, or devaluing that dollar and, and you know, printing money that
0: we don't have, mm-hmm. which devalues your, even if we have the 3% target inflation rate, that means your $100 that you have in the bank is worth $63 in 10 years. That's their
1: target. Suboptimal, that's what I would call that. Uh, Glenn Beck, a new special coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, It's called If Bidenomics Fixed the Economy, Why Is Your Wallet on Fire? Be sure to stay tuned. And as always, the best way to watch is with your very own Blaze TV account. You should be a subscriber by now. Why not? BlazeTV.com slash Stu. Use the promo code Stu and save yourself 10 bucks. Glenn, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Uh, If you love The Blaze, you know it's a company Glenn built long ago. And another company that Glenn built long ago is called realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a great company because it takes one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make. Who's your real estate agent and who's going to help you maximize the uh, cost uh, when it comes to selling your house, the price that you're going to get for it, or uh, to minimize the cost to you if you're buying? How do you do that? Are you going to Go to the right neighborhood. you going to get in the right school system. Uh, what, what about, uh, are, are your neighbors crazy and loud and, and annoying? Uh, I don't know if they'll have all that information, but most of it they will. And if you have someone who really knows the community, they will have that information. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's the place to go to find the best agent in your area, whether you're buying or selling a home. realestateagentsitrust.com. Check it out now. The name kind of says it all. realestateagentsitrust.com. Now, sometimes uh, when you uh, see a transgendered person, it's very difficult to tell whether it is a man or a woman. Um, They call that passing. Are they passing for a man and passing for a woman? Um, And I think probably the best example of a really, really good version of this, uh, someone who really passed as a very believable woman, was Kayla Lemieux. We remember her. She had uh, 76, what was it, Z-Cup? Just the Z-Cup. Now, I let me ask a fundamental question keep the picture on the screen if you would do we need to censor the fake nipples on 76 z cup breasts this is a really you want to talk about a deep philosophical question for the program do we need the black bar considering they're not actual nipples Hmm. very deep question and I hope uh, that you're thinking about that I don't know. It's a, it's a very interesting nipple question. And I don't know what the answer to this nipple question is. So we'll have to get this one answered by higher authorities. Uh, but uh, by the way, you're going to be shocked to hear that's actually not a woman. That's actually just a dude. And here's the dude. And now we can see what the dude looks like. He looks like a normal dude. He's got the, uh, those are, I mean, look, they're not A cups. They're bigger than that, but they ain't Z either. <laughs> there's some moobs going on on this particular guy is what I'm saying, but he looks like a normal guy coming to work. Uh, apparently this is how he showed up as a teacher. Um, he's now, I guess, not going to be teaching with the Z cup press. Is that true? Just for the safety of a band saw. I like this idea, but there was, I guess, some confrontation. They were trying to get some commentary out of Kayla. Who's actually a dude. I don't know what his male name is, but uh, here it is. Here's the comfort. Why did you
0: say the breasts were real when you knew they weren't? Are you going to be teaching as a man or a woman this year? You have nothing to say? Do you feel like you've been targeted unfairly? Are you going to be Kayla or Carrie this year?
1: Carrie? Uh, yeah. Nothing to say? decent-looking car there. There you go. Uh, So Kerry uh, no longer gonna be teaching uh, any children with 76 uh, Z boobs, at least as far as we know. He's gonna stay in the polo shirt and uh, teach with the B-cup moobs instead. (music) Vladimir Putin called the US dollars drop in dominance objective and irreversible. Now you don't have to trust Vladdy's uh, little uh, analysis there, but it is important to understand that the recent BRICS summit in South Africa, as Brazil, uh, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, they all agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to drop here. And as demand for the U.S. dollar starts to weaken, well, that means the buying power of the dollar weakens. When we print money like crazy, the buying power of your dollar weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. All you got to do is text STU to the number 989898. For your free info kit on gold, with thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning into an existing IRA or 401k uh, into an IRA in gold. Now, look, do your own homework on this. Understand uh, if this is right for you and your family, and you can start with the information from Birch Gold. Text STU to the number 989898. Claim your free info kit now. It's Birch Gold. Despite my pleas to get him uh, the hell out of Washington because he's obviously having major mental health or physical health problems, whatever it is, Mitch McConnell's gonna stick around. He says he won't retire from the Senate before 2026 because he absolutely adores power and wants to stay near it, apparently more importantly, more important than uh, hanging out with his family or dealing with his health in a sensible manner. Um, Look, I've told you since this happened that it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace that he's staying there. This is happening way too often. It's honestly mostly on the left, but when it happens on the right, we should call it out just as much. This is ridiculous. It's it's absurd this man is still going to be a senator, let alone, I mean, let alone be a senator at all, but in leadership, it is absolutely uh, crazy. Uh, also, one more thing before we uh, take a break. Uh, a new poll is out about Bidenomics. And... Uh, It's not looking good for Joe. 52% say the economy has gotten worse under Biden, while 31% say it's better. This is according to a Rasmussen Reports survey. Uh, As is typical, uh, the Democratic-Republican split is there, but this is one thing you look for. You look for independents. You also look for what is the split from Republicans and Democrats. Of course, Republicans are gonna be more friendly uh, to Trump and Democrats are gonna be more friendly to Biden, but this is what this looks like. 51% of Democrats see an improved economy under Biden, but 79% of Republicans see a failed economy under Biden. Again, more negative than positive for Bidenomics. And it's been amazing, as I mentioned to Glenn, a a great boom to uh, the Republicans and their conservatives and Republicans' chances going forward that they've decided to embrace Bidenomics. They're taking responsibility for this economy. We should give it to them. Uh, By the way, coming up just in a couple minutes now, a new special from Glenn Beck on the uh, Bidenomics and what they actually mean, how they're failing, and the ugly look at Bidenomics as a whole. It's coming up next, a special with Glenn Beck right here on BlazeTV, blazetv.com slash stew. The promo code is stew. Okay, so here's what happened. Today, an issue of personal liberty, okay? A guy in Florida had an idea Is this not America? Can you not pursue a great idea when you have it? He had an idea. He decided he wanted to cross the Atlantic Ocean in a hamster wheel. Now that doesn't seem like maybe your idea, okay? Maybe it's not my idea either. Seems like a lot of work. Seems like I'd rather take a flight. But he built a giant hamster wheel that floated in the ocean and decided, look at that picture, decided to try to get it all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. He was 70 miles out. Uh, off of the coast of South Carolina. And what did these authorities do? These bastards, what did they do? They stopped him and said it was an unsafe voyage. Look, you don't have to save me, but why am I not allowed to try to cross the Atlantic Ocean in a giant hamster wheel? This is freaking America. How, how can this country be destroyed like this?